This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who can't. It's time we try. It's time we care. It's time we stand. It starts with a voice. Welcome. To the Special Chronicle Show. This is episode 508. My name is Daniel Smukowski and I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and a Special Olympic Southern Survival International Global Messenger. Um, before we begin today's episode, a few uh, housekeeping reminders. Uh, follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube and subscribe, rate, and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website, specialchronicles.com, where you can stream our archives of over 500 episodes for absolutely for free. Also, there's a list of our favorites, original series, award-winning columns, and blogs, and sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com. This week on the Special Chronicles podcast, we're on the road to Special Olympics World Games, Berlin 2023, and today we uh, are welcoming fellow SSIGM uh, all the way from Special Olympics Pakistan, Asib Basi. So please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Asib to the Special Chronicles show. Welcome, Asib. Thank you. So um, we've had a few of our fellow SSIGMs uh, on this program, uh, and so, um, but we're kicking off 2023, and for listeners, um, this year is our, is the final year of our SSIGM tome, and so um, I'm sure some of our listeners uh, may um, may know you, but I'm sure there's a lot of new listeners that might not know. So why don't you first introduce yourself? how we first met, and what disability you were di- diagnosed with. Hi, Daniel, the broadcast man. <laughs> first of all, I'm so excited to be here on your show. Thank you so much for having me, my friend. So I remember when we were selected as SSIGM, I read your profile and I was automatically a fan of your work. The entire SSIGM batch is just filled with amazing people and I was very excited to be part of the team. I remember when we had our SSIGM training in US, my visa got refused. Unfortunately, I was very sad that day. It's because I really wanted to meet everyone and share my thoughts and learn from you. But then finally, I got to meet you in Abu Dhabi at the Special Olympics World Games 2019. Abu Dhabi was great. It was so much fun. Yes. So that's where I actually met you for the first time. And you were so nice to everyone and your mentor, Chris, too. He's a very friendly guy, and I love hanging out with you all. Do you remember this, the, the Desert Safari 
What an incredible adventure! I love riding the camels and sandboarding was so much fun. It was just an incredible day. So yes, Abu Dhabi, that's where we met for the first time. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And the, and then you want to share a little bit about what disability you were diagnosed with, and your backstory before being involved in Special Olympics. So your early years. Oh. So when I was born, I was healthy and my early development was normal. But then, as I started to grow older, my parents had a difficult time coping with my eccentric behaviors. I wouldn't talk or communicate at all. I had trouble maintaining eye contact. I was shy and didn't want to interact with people. I would usually just hide myself so that I didn't have to speak to anyone. I spoke my first words at the age of eight years, and it wasn't until I was 12 years old when I was clinically diagnosed. I am on the autism spectrum, and so is my younger brother Hashem. And we had to travel to UK to get my diagnosis. More serve than me. Pakistan now has facilities and expert who can do the diagnosis. But back then, there was no such facility available. Even today, it's very expensive. And most people can't afford it. Even for my brother, there is no opportunity or institute or facility that I can help him. It's automatically my parents and my responsibility, and we're trying to do our best. We go for cycling together. He's still trying to learn to use the brakes. So these are some problems in the developing words with regards to people with intellectual disability, but it is slowly getting better. Awesome. Early year. Mm, I was in a mainstream school because before my diagnosis, it was difficult in that school. Most kids didn't want to do anything with me. My teachers were supportive. However, they tried to include me in the activities, but it was still hard for me. I tried to stay hidden. I would say words and sentences that didn't make much sense to my classmates, but they were words stored in my memory. I used to watch Scooby-Doo and Powerpuff Girls, and I would just repeat the words and actions. Some of my classmates thought it was strange and laughed me and, and retarded. Like I said, it was a difficult time. Good. Well, um, we're going to hear uh, the thanks for, thanks for sharing your early years. We're going to take a short sponsor break. And when we come back, 
we will hear um, about your story in Special Olympics uh, and and as we continue um, to share with our listeners your story um, about um, after your, your Leos. So Augustus Asib Basi calling in all the way from Pakistan right here on the Special Chronicles show and we will be right back after this short break um, on specialchronicles.com. We'll be right back. Right back if I can click the button. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And we're back if the, I think, oh wait, hold on. Let's see if we can un- unclick that graphic. Uh, <laughs> we're back. Our guest, oh, did it. There we go. It clicked again. Okay. Uh, our guest is Asib, <laughs> fellow SSIGM, calling in from, from Pakistan. And Asib, now this next segment uh, it, it is now kind of going after your early years. And as we all know, because of our involvement in Special Olympics, um, uh, uh, on the playing field, we're able to overcome our um, challenges uh, that we would diagnose with. So, um, so uh, let's begin and have you share with us how you were first introduced to Special Olympics um, Pakistan. So after my diagnosis, I came to Pakistan and my parents enrolled me in a special school. This is where my journey with Special Olympics started. This is where I was introduced to the world of Special Olympics, which opened a whole new world of opportunities for me. For the first time, I felt accepted. All the athletes applauded. My entry on the track, the sports manager gave me a microphone to introduce myself. I shared my name and told them that I wanted to play with them. This was my first time ever using a microphone. I felt empowered for the first time in my life. I felt people were listening to me and that I too had a voice. Words were stored in my mind, but no one encouraged me. Everyone talked about me, but not to me. The hardest thing for me was to speak up and I'm blessed that Special Olympics has broken the most difficult barrier of my life by giving me a voice. Participating in sports gave me courage and confidence. 
a joint reaction plan which helped me get the special effects in my leadership. Our leadership team helped me in my self-esteem and confidence to speak. Since being part of Special Olympics Pakistan, I have achieved so much. I have won many medals in cycling, and it is my favorite sports. I've cycled all over the country from the sandy beaches of Karachi to the huge rocky mountains of the Kunjab with different cycling clubs. Thank you. And one country from the sandy beaches of Karachi to the huge rocky mountains of the Kunjab with different cycling clubs. I have represented my country and won two gold medals in Pauchi at the Special Olympics Asia Pacific Regional Games held in Australia. Beyond sports, I found my voice and have become a spokesperson to advocate for the rights of people with intellectual disabilities in Pakistan and around the world. I am the host of a show called Dale Samingpar on a web channel, Channel 6. In 2016, I delivered my first TED Talk in Lahore to an audience of 15,000 people. In 2017, I went to Austria at the Special Olympics Global Youth Summit where I shared my idea to write and published a storybook. My idea was highly applauded and on return, I started working on my book. The Stories of Special Souls is a really cool book and I have traveled around Pakistan to share the stories of people with intellectual disabilities. Awesome, awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll hear much more about uh, your um, athlete leadership journey um, beyond sports in the next segment. Um, but do you want to tell us now my video might be frozen a little bit, but do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, a little bit more about um, competing at the 2013 Asia Pacific we regional games in Australia and the story with your father and the two gold medals that you uh, won in um, cycling? Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. 
Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they're literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comed for the generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comed. That's specialchronicles.com slash comed. Special Chronicles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting, the easiest, most affordable option to get started in podcasting. At Special Chronicles, we proudly host our weekly podcasts with Podbean and highly recommend you use Podbean Podcast Hosting to get started in podcasting today. Sign up for an unlimited hosting plan and get one month free now to get started in podcasting today when you visit specialquanticles.com slash podbean that's specialquanticles.com slash podbean all live streams are powered by StreamYard, the easiest way to create professional live streams StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser interview guests, share your screen, and much more. Stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and other platforms. Sign up for StreamYard today using our StreamYard Refer link when you visit specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. That's specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. And you finished sharing with us your special Olympic story. And do you want to... uh, uh, tell us about uh, the sports that you compete in and, and what your favorite sport is. Thank you. My biggest inspiration is my father who lost his voice because of cancer. Not only has he fought his disease, but he has successfully overcame his disability too, learning to talk with the help of a device now is actively living his life to the fullest. I remember my father was first diagnosed with bone cancer in 2013. Just before I was leaving to Australia from the regional games, he was very sad. Daniel, can you yep, hear me? Yep, yep, yeah, I, I can hear you. You want to uh, tell us a little bit, a bit more about your uh, um, father? Fine. My biggest inspirational is my father, who lost his voice because of cancer. Not only has he fought okay. his disease, but he has successfully overcame his disability to learn to talk with the help of a device and now is actively living his life to the foolish. Foolish. I remember my father was first diagnosed with bone cancer in 2013, just before I was leaving to Australia for the regional games. He was very sad. I told him that I would go there and do my best for him. And I did want two gold medals in Pauji, my father was so proud of me 
and I was so happy that I brought him some joy in times of such sadness. Thank you. Thank, thank you for sharing the story with your father. Um, we're going to, um, since we already took our sponsor breaks uh, during our technical difficulties, uh, we're going to move on and talk about um, beyond the world of sports. And you shared a little, bit, a little bit of this in your special Olympic story, but at the age of 17, you made it to the TEDx stage and received a stand-in ovation. Can you tell us about your speech? Uh, on the on the um, TEDx stage. In 2017, I went to Austria Grass for the youth summit that took place during the Winter Games, and I presented my idea of making a book that told the stories of people with intellectual disability. I thought it would make a very good contribution in the country where we need to make sure that our youth adopt inclusive habits. So it's basically a children's book and the book is called Stories of Special Souls. Special Souls. It's a book about three Olympic athletes And one unified difficulties, people with intellectual disability is, and then how Special Olympics has helped improve their lives. Unfortunately, the book is only in hard copies, and we gave them out to school kids for free. We would visit school regularly and talk to the younger students, explain the importance. They love them. Neat. Neat, neat. So you want to share a, a little bit more about the 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 book that so you you published a book about the chronicles of stories of people with intellectual disabilities as well as you visited schools across Pakistan uh, to share the stories and uh, and then after that you. Um, you shared with us that you that you host a web channel show. Can you tell us a li little bit about this web channel um, show? Daniel, uh, Daniel, uh, sorry about the wrong yeah. answers. Um, no, it was amazing opportunity. I had been doing a lot of public speaking before that as well, but this was the big stage for me. I was only 16 years old back then. I had never faced such huge ground of over 1,500 people, but I did it well. My talk got featured on the TEDx YouTube channel. It was an amazing feeling, really. I just spoke my heart. I told them my story, but everyone loved it so much. I got a lot of happy messages and notes after the event. Awesome, awesome. So uh, for, uh, for those of you listening, you can, um, I'm sure you, you, you can find a see TEDx uh, speech on uh, somewhere online. You can probably do do a search. And then, um, Asibi, you you published a book which chronicles stories of people with intellectual disabilities. 
like both of us, NFO, SSIGMs, and you visited schools across Pakistan to share the stories in your book. Can you t- tell us a little bit more about the book that, that, that you wrote? Um, in 2017, I went to Austria Grass for the youth summit that took place during the Winter Games, and I presented my idea of making a book that told the stories of people with intellectual disabilities. I thought it would make a very good contribution in the country where we need to make sure that our youth adopt inclusive habits. So it's basically a children book and the book is called Stories of Special Souls. It's a book about three special number athletes and I and one unified partner. The book explains the difficulties people with intellectual disability face and then how Special Olympics has helped improve their lives. Unfortunately, the book was only in hard copies and we gave them out to school kids for free. We would visit schools regularly and talk to their younger students and explain the importance of inclusion. We'll give them book as the gifts and they love them. Awesome, awesome. And then you you host a web channel show. Can you tell us about the the name of this show and and you you advocate for people with intellectual disabilities on how to create a more inclusive community. So can you tell us why you you wanted to host host this show and a, li- li- a little bit more about the impact? I was just looking for more opportunities to showcase my public speaking skills. And one, and one, the producer at Channel Six happened to be my mom's friend. She offered me the opportunity to speak at one of the shows, and then they just started an entire show where I was the host. My show has helped people realize that people with intellectual disability too achieve their dreams. We too can have a voice and send our message and speak up for ourselves. Just like this broadcast, maybe it's an opportunity for people from all walks of life to come and discuss their channels and struggles and how to overcome it. How people can relate to us, to our stories. So I believe that it is a powerful tool for people with intellectual disability for everyone actually to voice their opinions and to be hard. You know, you can search on YouTube with Channel 6 and they have a playlist with Darisameen Per. Awesome. Awesome. Well, just like what you've done with hosting your web channel show, that's what I try to do um, here on this program, on this podcast on Special Chronicles to to share our stories so more people um, from all walks of life can hear about our stories and hear about our challenges and our accomplishments as well. Uh, you you were denied, you shared in, in your story about how you were denied several uh, opportunities to work, but di- but th- um, this didn't stop you from owning your own money to become more independent. So you're the CEO of your own juice juice shop called Squeezy the Juice Ball, 
where you wish to create opportunities for people with intellectual disabilities so that they too may have a way to own their own living. So can you tell us a little bit about your, your um, juice shop and why you wanted to start this juice shop and, and, and how it's been a platform to open mindsets of the community? So I always wanted to earn my own living. I dreamed of going to work and being productive, but I was denied many opportunities to work. Ever since my father's cancer diagnosis, he had to resign from work. Things were very difficult for our family. So I really wanted to contribute something. I knew I could do some job if I was provided with the opportunities. So I applied to a lot of places and used a lot of references, but it was to no avail. One time I was in Singapore for the regional leadership conference and that's where I saw uh, kilos. They're selling coffee, snacks, and I started to take pictures of it. I really liked the idea of a small shop that was meh mandated by a few people and they could just sell small things like coffee and snacks. I went back home and showed the pictures to my mom and told her that I wanted to open a shop just like this. Pakistan. We decided to open a small juice shop instead. Initially, we started started with again selling tea and coffees and expanded the shop a little now we're selling fries and popcorn as well so it's a growing slowly but surely and i dream of seeing squeezy become a hub of people with intellectual disability where they know the doors for employment and fun will always be open for them. But it's going to take some time for it to get there. But I'm sure if I continue to get the right support, I surely make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and, and now as we come into the, the final segment of this episode, uh, can you share with us what your dream um, is? You, you, you shared a little bit on um, specialolympics.org in your bio about what your dream is, but can, can you share a little bit about what your, your dream is for an inclusive society? And, and Yes, I mean, I don't know what people with intellectual disability have to do to prove it. We're just as human, we have flesh and bones, dreams and aspirations. We feel emotions too. Why would anyone not want it to include us? How would you feel if you were kept away from family dinners or sports field or work or Even if you have no experience about people with intellectual disability, just come up to us and say hi. Show us a smile, shake our hands, see if we bite. 
We don't. We love to be included. We love for you to do all these things. We love to have fun and enjoy. It's sad because for some reason people think that if a person with intellectual disability has been born in a house, then it is only the responsibility for that one family to deal with him only. But it's not. It's everyone's responsibility to be nice and more thoughtful. Adopting inclusive habits is important for everyone. When you play, play inclusively. When you study, study inclusively. When you work, work inclusively. Only then can see truly progressed. Only then all people be appreciated for what they're good at. And that is the world that I aspire to live in. Uh, awesome, awesome. Uh, well, uh, as, as um, we, um, you know, in just by the time our listeners hear this, in about um, five, six months from now, in June 2023, uh, we will be um, uh, together again with our fellow SSI GMs at the uh, Special Olympics World Games 2013 in Berlin, uh, Germany. And so can you share with us a little bit, and for our listeners listening, we'll put links in the show notes uh, where you can get more information about the World Games. And I'm trying to put up on the screen... Um, information uh, if you are watching the live stream um, but uh, I think the world do, yeah do you want to tell us what you're looking forward to Asim at the World Games yes I yes I think the World Games in Abu Dhabi may have set a very high bar for the following games but I'm expecting nothing less I want to see a world where all people with intellectual disability are included and the World Games are true representation for that. I'm just looking forward to see everyone have fun and coming together, not as countries, not as races or castes or creeds or anything that separate us, but as people of inclusion, as human, as people who are appreciated for their abilities. I'm also looking forward to the Youth Summit. I hope I can get an opportunity to speak to them again. I love working with the youth. I believe they are the true change makers. An inclusive mindset of the youth is an inclusive mindset of tomorrow. Don't you think, Daniel? Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, the youth, um, will will set the, the the future for tomorrow um absolutely and uh, for those of you listening um i know a lot of you listening might might want to join a seeb and me and i follow us as igms in berlin uh the 17th to the 25th of june and you, you can go to berlin2023.org uh to find out more about the upcoming world games and then you can if you want to connect with your local um special olympics program i'm trying to put it up on the screen there we go uh you can <laughs> visit specialolympics.org 
to connect with um, special Olympics Pakistan or um, my program Illinois or in the US or any other program across the globe and I see if, if people want to connect with you um, you've got a website that people can visit do you want to tell our listeners what that is thank you Daniel for hosting me I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I hope and pray that this platform of yours gets every bit of succeed that it deserves and the hard work that you put in this is re rewarded every single bit. Thank you so much once again. Stay awesome. Choose to include and uh, lead to include. Uh, awesome. And before we um, be, before we conclude this episode, we always conclude with a final question, and we're going to go ahead and play a bumper to introduce that final question. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. Equality. Equality, dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. And ever since the 2019 World Games, I've been concluding all these podcasts with one final question. So we'll do the same with you. Uh, see, um, and and because as you know, inclusion and the inclusion revolution is a big part of this movement, Special Olympics. And so, you want to share with us what does inclusion mean to you? Asib? everyone, regardless of these or disabilities, have the right to be appreciated as valuable members for their communities. Awesome. I, I think you cut off there a little bit of that final question, but do, do you want to share with us again what does inclusion mean to, to, to you? Um, inclusion means to include everyone. And inclusion means regardless of their abilities or disabilities have the right to be appreciated as valuable members for their communities. Absolutely. Well, that's the perfect way to wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you again, Asib, for taking the time um, throughout some technical difficulties that we had. But thank you again for, um, for coming on on this program on the um, Special Chronicles show. And um, folks, we'll, we'll, we'll be back next week uh, right here on the Special Chronicles show on specialchronicles.com. So remember to stay subscribed. And we... Well, see, we will see you next week. If I, there we go. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles podcast. Our podcast was produced by Daniel Smukowski on the Special Chronicles Network. Follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Subscribe, rate, and review. Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
our website, specialchronicles.com, where you can stream our archives of over 500 episodes for absolutely for free. Also, there's a list of our favorites, original series, award-winning columns, and blogs. And sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com. Special Chronicles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Our live streams are powered by StreamYard. Thanks, as always, to our business manager, Adam Smukowski, who always encourages us to never give up. I'm Daniel Smukowski, back next week with more stories. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.